Welcome to Realities. So we are back and we are going to talk about education. So of course I have my girl G here as my co-host. Hey. And we have our good friend Smith with us. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And so we're going to talk about um, education and just as parents, what has transpired for us? What changes have we had to make? during the quarantine um, with our kids and just teaching our kids. And of course, Smith is a parent. He's also a male, so it comes from a different perspective. So um, what? let's start off with what grades our kids are in. For mine, um, Kenzie is in kindergarten, so it's fairly, fairly new for me on with teaching. I mean, it seems very easy, but it, it's really hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. What grade? What grade are your boys in, Smith? So, so, so for me, I have I have two, right? So the first one, Chase, is in first grade, and the second one, Eric, is in second grade. You had that mixed up, so you know Chase was after <laughs> Eric. <laughs> hey. So and I have I have two. Um, Leonard is in third grade, and Gabrielle is in kindergarten. So what? What about the schools? Where where are they? Mackenzie's in PG County. Public well, she's in PG County, but she's in a charter school in PG County. Gabrielle and Leonard are in PG County, but are in a private school. So Eric and Chase are Eric and Chase are both in DC public schools. Cool. In addition to that, um, G is a teacher for the county school. So we're getting it from all kind of all walks of life here. G over here with, with the money over here, putting the kids in private school. Um, I got that free I charter. Know, I just know what we go through. So <laughs> I decided to go ahead and make my chance with the lottery. <laughs> Put my kid on in there. I don't know about that. I can't afford two in the private school. In the private school. So, so G, so G, your your uh, your kids, they both go to private schools. You teach in public schools. Yes. Um, okay. Why you, why you decided decide to put them in private instead of public then? That is, that is the question that, um, that most of us teachers get continuously throughout the school year when they find out. Most, a lot of PG County teachers either have their kids in private school or they have them in a different, different county because there's a lot of foolishness in um, PG County public schools that some of us are just not willing to deal with. Everybody who teaches is not necessarily in it to be a teacher. They get tired, they're over it, and they don't give their all to to the kids. And I'm not about that life. I'm not about to put my child in a situation where their teacher is not giving them everything that they once were doing, or you know, they, they just choose not to do it. Oh, true. Okay, okay, fair enough. So being at home, I can say that I used to, I was the one that was very pressed for work-life balance. I mean, being in, being in human resources, I was pushing my current company for, you know, this work-life balance. And, but now that I have it, I actually don't want it. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back into the office. Yes, Lord. I kind of miss my coworkers a little bit. But it it's been a change. It's 
you know, my routine is, is very, very different. We've tried to keep it the same as much as possible, but it's really, really different. And then we have a one-year-old, so it, it has been challenging, really challenging, but my mother is amazing blessing and has still allowed us to come into her home during the quarantine. So we send the baby to her, but what has changed on, on your end as far? I know, you know, Smith, you're, you're, you know, Mr. Top executive over at your place of business. So I'm pretty sure your, your schedule is jam packed, but you also have both boys that you're now homeschooling yeah yeah so my situation was a little different right so one is just it, it, it was just me their mom is a nurse so when this whole quarantine thing happened one of the suggestions that I actually made the suggestion which you know good or bad for me now but whatever <laughs> it all happened um I made the suggestion to just keep them right and not have them switch houses as much just because right. to keep them safe from the whole COVID-19 thing. No one really knew what was going on. No one really knew how it was spread. Their mom didn't know when they would, when she would go in and out the hospitals. Right. So for me, it was like, all right, well, I'll just keep them. And for me, I've always been for schools and education. I've always been really big on those. Right. So I've always been like this tiger dad type of person when it came to education, I put a lot of emphasis on education. It was actually, one of the drivers that brought me to move into D.C. was the education system. And the fact that the education system in D.C. doesn't necessarily have the same geographical boundaries that right. other right. education systems have, right? So in D.C., you can send your kids to any public school as long as they get accepted within the lottery program and you can get them there. As right. opposed to if I would have been in Maryland or Virginia or something like that, I would have been bound to whatever my local school was so i figured the options would be um i would have more options in dc so that was one of the drivers that that moved me here so when this whole COVID 19 thing hit um you know it was more about the safety of the kids so i decided to take them all in but also as an executive we were all getting used to working from home also and so you saw like this big old switch from you know from being in the office and having your work time and time that's dedicated to work to, you know, these two lives kind of like coming together as one. Um, right, right. And at the beginning of the whole COVID-19 thing, at least for, for, the, for the classes that the two kids were in, right? So keep in mind, two separate classes, two separate grades, and it's two different age groups of teachers. Mm-hmm. Right? So one of their teachers was and i won't say which one but one was like very on it like mm-hmm. you know i took it on myself to build out a schedule for them by the hour mm-hmm. to say okay well they'll get up at this point um they'll have breakfast and i'll make sure breakfast is ready for them they had zoom sessions they would do that um they would have different classes per hour and i had a whole day scheduled out with them which was great and it worked at the beginning with a couple of different assumptions. So right, one, my first assumption was that they were going back to school. So I tried to keep them waking up at a certain time, right? right? And then the second thing was they weren't necessarily learning anything new at the time, right? So everything I gave them, they knew how to do. So I can almost just like sit them down, give them their work 
and they can flow through it. I can give them a list. They flow through that list based on the schedule. And then at the end of the day, it was over. I would check it and make sure it was all good. And we will move on. Um, but for me, from a work standpoint, I mean, I ended up being on conference calls all day. Like I ended up on conference calls from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Like every day when it first happened. So, so um, because my kids were so self-sufficient at the time, it was cool. But then after a while, it got to a point where they started learning new stuff. And that's where it became like a challenge. Right. Because now I can't just give them a, a sheet of paper and say, do it. I got to like actually walk them through it, walk them through the directions of it, show them how to do it. I got to learn the school's technique on how to do math. I can't mm -hmm. just teach them, you know, this, you know, just add the numbers up and you're good. <laughs> right? Right. right. You got to know this whole five step process, all that. And mm -hmm. it was something I had to learn too, to be able to teach them the right way. <laughs> they got the areas and the perimeters. <laughs> like, I don't know. Man, who you telling? Who you telling? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man, it, it just became a lot. And then I found myself like the conference calls don't stop as an executive, right? Mm -hmm. And school don't stop. So now in between conference calls, I'm trying to figure out how to, okay, well, this is their hour to do that. Let me make sure that they sit them down, teach them this little part, blah, blah, blah. And then I found myself Sunday studying their lesson for the week. So I don't have to do that during the week. Mm -hmm. On the weekend, studying their session on the weekend, so I don't have to do that during the week. So it just became a lot. I mean, it's still a lot, but you know, I've gotten kind of used to it at this point. So you do receive their stuff like early on, because I can say my Mackenzie's teaching <laughs> is a whole whole different experience. Okay, so Mackenzie's teacher. Let's go back first, prior to even the coronavirus, I was having kind of, I don't want to say issues, but concerns with how her, I had my own idea of what this charter school should be compared to a county school. And mind you, I didn't have anything else aside from my, my nephew and nieces and cousins being in, in school. I didn't have any, you know, real life examples in my own house to, to use. Um, aside from just, like I said, my nieces and nephews, but going to a charter school, I'm like, okay, good. The curriculum is different. You know, the teachers should be, you know, on it and care a whole lot and all that stuff, but then kind of psych myself a little bit. So her teacher, you know, I was confused with what she should learn. She wasn't getting homework. And I'm like, okay, I, I want her to get homework. I, I'm that parent. I'm like you. I'm like, I expect way more than the norm from where she's going and I wasn't getting that and so fast forward to the coronavirus stuff happening I found that I had created a schedule myself and mind you it's two of us in my household but Daryl is on calls after call after call every 30 minutes every hour he's on the call um, for me it started out that way and kind of kind of tapered off, but I had to schedule out everything for her. And with her being in kindergarten, like you said, they started out with the packets. And it was like, all right, bet. Okay, sit here. Here's the instructions. Do this. And I could walk away. Now I have become the actual teacher. Now, granted, when I was growing up, I wanted to be a teacher and it, it kind of changed. <laughs> and I'm glad I didn't <laughs> because this is bull. So now I'm for real, because now I'm teaching her stuff and I had to have a conversation with 
the vice principal, the principal, the teacher, and like a reading, the reading specialist or whatever, to kind of figure out like, what am I supposed to be doing at this point to prepare her for the first grade? I don't want my child going to first grade and she's behind because of the coronavirus or, you know, the stuff that you're now giving us to teach them. I don't, do she need this for first grade? Like, do she really need to know about the life cycle of a frog? Because if not, can we move <laughs> on? Like, this is a whole week's worth of work on a frog. I don't even like reptiles, so I was scared to look at the screen. That was for one, but <laughs> I'm serious. But it's stuff like that. I'm like, okay, so what should we be working on this stuff? And then my nephew would come over, and it's a whole new world. I'm looking at his work, and he's in the fourth grade, and he's in a public school. And I don't, I couldn't, I can't help him because I feel a little slow when it comes down to his work. <laughs> I started having to Google because I couldn't remember this stuff. And I'm it's like, wait. And, and for them, you have to not necessarily sit with him and help him, but you just have to make sure he, stay, he stays on track. Because for him, it's easy for him to switch the computer screen to YouTube. And I'm thinking right. that he's on Clever and he's looking yeah, at... Meg the Stallion videos or something. So <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, wait a minute, dude. You were supposed to be on a music or music class, and here you are on a music video. It's two different things. But have you have y'all noticed also like the like? Is it necessary that they have to have those extra classes like art, and music, no. and PE? Because Mackenzie has to even do PE stuff and have to record her and post it. I think so, that's stupid. It's dumb. Don't get me wrong, but both my kids. So Leonard, my son, <laughs> the third grader, he has to do art, and me and my husband both at the at the same time reading the art stuff. We're like, really? What the hell? I, why we gotta do all this? And we just look at him and say, just do what you can in order to get the grade that you need to get to, so we can get through this. But we have to do it because. It's a, it's a grade. We all get paid for it. Regardless of the, it, regardless of whatever happens, your kids are passing. They're gonna go to the next grade. It but doesn't be stupid. Lord forgive. I'm sorry. But the, kids, the kids. I'm just <laughs> keeping are. it real. Hey, it's reality. reality the, <laughs> the kids gonna be stupid if they just pass them. The well, reality. I guess, I, guess the, I guess the question becomes like, does is the school system planning to like take in consideration the fact that kids was basically out of school for two quarters. Like, and what does that do to them long-term? Like, if they start off, if they start off next year going over stuff that they should have learned the last grade, does that mean, does that keep going? Does that follow them until the 12th grade? Or, you know, is it an like going to year year next year? Right, <laughs> right, right. So, at the, so regardless, unfortunately, at, every year each teacher does a a review so the review could be somewhere in, anywhere but in between 10 and 20 days and then throughout the school year we do slight reviews here and there about whatever um it's just so it's it's more in depth so if we're learning about nouns um in first grade and uh second grade we learn about nouns and we moving into pronouns because you already know what a noun is now let's go into pronouns so it's it's a slight review but it's not enough to be like oh it'll catch them up no if y'all not doing the work at home as, as a parent, they're going to be short come the school year. Because they're going to move because on. Because they're going to move on regardless. It's, it, I, I mean, but what about if it's the other way, right? So what if I'm on track as a parent and 
I'm so so me as a parent, right? So my kids have always done well academically. Right. Right. They got their own little behavior issues, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but they're academic. <laughs> that's everybody. They're boys. They're boys. Yeah, they're boys. So academically they've always done well, right? And for me, I've always looked at it like, I right, well, I'm not gonna rely on the school to teach them everything anyway. Like it's my job right, right. as a parent to do that, right? But now what I'm what I'm worried about is the delta between my kid and the kid that had the parent at home that didn't do anything. Right. Right. So now do do do, do this class now gotta account for that person too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So now is my kid behind because of that. And that's what happened with Mackenzie's class. Now, great, like I said, she she was in she's in kindergarten, but half of that class went to pre-K four prior to, and the other half did not. So you're telling me as a parent that's questioning or concerned about why she's not progressing as fast as she should be, and why she's going over stuff that she went over in pre-K four, and you tell me, oh, well, my whole class has to be on the same page. Well, then I need to move my child, and I don't want her ahead of everybody because I don't want her, you know, this 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 six-year-old in the in his first grade, and then she, now she, you know, her socially that's that's kind of that's going to throw her off, and I don't want that. But mm-hmm. as far as education, I don't want her to like. She's gonna get bored. Every child can't mm-hmm. be on the same page. Everybody, everybody learns differently. So you saying that your child, both of our kids in the same grade. Mm-hmm. My kid may not be able to do something that your kid does. So the teacher has to be able to adjust for that, not adjust the whole class. That's not fair to the whole class. Mm-hmm. So regardless of corona or no corona, it's always gonna be like that. You're gonna have kids who are further behind and kids who are further ahead. That's why teachers are supposed to have differentiated learning. All kids don't learn the same way. All kids mm-hmm. don't do the same thing. So for reading, you got three different reading groups. For math, you got a different math group here. Different, it, it makes for more work for us, but that's the job we signed up for. That's what you got to do. Mm. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I mean, her, te- her it is a lot for the teacher, yeah, but it's it's like that's the job that they signed up for. So, I'm, and I don't mean to say like that's just like for me. Like I can't complain about oh I hate interviewing people, and I do. I don't. I don't like doing interviews, but that's the, that's the part of my job. That's what I signed up for. Like you can't be human resources and you don't interview people. No, I, but you know, and, and I'm like, eh, that's get a HR specialist or something to do that. But if I have to, that's my job. Right. And so I understand it. But like like I said, her 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 school just kind of threw me for a loop. So it's 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 a conversation that we now need to have because like you said going into the first grade is she prepared and her her principal and and vice principal said yeah it was like we're looking at her test scores and da 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 yeah she's prepared but how do you, you looking at a test score from november right what what about now like how do you know i'm doing what i'm supposed to do because because the work that she's getting is some cut and paste color in the lines type of stuff and she was doing that at, at the uh, pre-k four school <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving her more stuff. And then of course, Gina was um tutoring her too. So getting as much information from Gina and getting resources and stuff, I added on extra stuff for her to do. She she's mad at me every day, but you she'll thank me when when she's making six figures straight out of college. So right, and she right. gotta pay me back. But <laughs> <laughs> she would thank me, thank me later. But yeah, it's it's becoming just a lot, I guess, for us. So how do you 
like how do you juggle it like what with you like you said Smith, you have a lot of calls and stuff so you're doing the schedules and so, so let me say this right so i switched up to complete i completely switched up the way i do their lessons every day now okay right so so first first thing so one initially i was trying to wake them up at a certain time so they wouldn't get out the habit of waking up when it was time for them to go back to school right and i had them going to sleep at a certain time just like a regular school day right so i i relaxed on both of those right so now i don't let them stay up all night long but i'll let them stay up later and i'll yeah. let them sleep in a little bit right yeah. because that that also gives me time to do what i gotta do at certain hours of the morning also so that's one thing the second thing is instead of like trying to fit everything into one day where I can, I started doing like one day, like one class per day. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say math, they got a week's worth of math work. I, I will like, if Monday is the math day, I will have him do all his math on Monday and be done with it for the week. Okay. And then the next day do all reading, all writing. Because one of the things I was running into was like, all right, let's say reading and writing specifically, right? They will read a book. They have to do like a book report on the book. And then every day would be based on Every day will be another uh, piece, another activity based on what they read before. But they remember what they read before. So now I'm back to square one. They reading all over again just to get caught back up to be able to do the activity. Right. right. So to take that out of it, I was like, all right, well, you just read it. And then we're going to go through the whole week's worth of work for that one class. So read, same thing. Writing, same thing. Spelling, same thing. So that was, that was another thing that I did. And then like all those side like if they don't have to really turn nothing in i ain't you know we depend we'll see if i'm gonna do it or not you know like (laughs) at first i was like all right you're gonna do everything you know optional work you're gonna do this you're gonna do that you're gonna do and i'm gonna give you extra work to do blah 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 blah, just trying to keep busy but i'm like man if they don't gotta turn it in there then i get the liberty to pick and choose what they're gonna do they're gonna definitely do everything they gotta turn in and they're gonna definitely do the core like um core activities like math english writing uh reading stuff like that but social science maybe you know right. art maybe right. <laughs> probably not <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how i did it well that's how i do it now and it's worked a lot better for me it worked a lot better for them too because one of the things i saw with them is um at least my oldest one like he got certain subjects he better in that he liked doing that certain subjects that he's better in and certain subjects that he doesn't necessarily like right he's right, still right. okay with them but he don't like doing them so what i've what i've learned from them is those classes that he doesn't like if he does them in the morning he's more susceptible to kind of like pay attention to what he's doing as opposed to doing it in the evening when he's already like did all his work blah 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 blah, and he ain't really putting his all into it. Mm, right. so i noticed that shift for him too I don't know how that's going to work when you go back to school, but whatever. It is what it is. It, it, it worked for me now. They can hear when you go back to school, huh? All right. That's so, what y'all get paid to do. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> so, so, G, for you, is, is, is you and Bud with two different, two different jobs, you also have to teach still. Mm-hmm. But then you still got to teach your kindergartner and your third grader, too, at the same time. So how are you juggling I was about to say how you manage it. I'm just gonna say how you juggling right. it. It's, 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 it's no way. So, so, what's teaching you really doing right now? Man? 
Oh, don't do that. That's I mean, no I mean, Everybody else won, though, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, my schedule, the way I set my schedule up, um, I don't get, I'm, I'm like you, Smith. I, I let them sleep later. They, um, they, they go to bed at like 11. I don't get them up until 10. I start cooking breakfast as soon as they get up. So they get the option, depending on what they're eating for breakfast. By 11 o'clock, they're on the computer that gives their dad time to do whatever he needs to do. By 11 o'clock, they're sitting at the computer doing a lesson a day. Gabrielle's is a little easier because she's kindergarten. It's not that complicated. Um, so both of them are done whatever activities they had to do for the day by 2 o'clock, 2.30 at the latest. Um, I have it strategically played out to where at 2 o'clock, that's when I get on. I got to do what I got to do. The only time I have to... Um, the kids have to take a break is when I have a, um, a Zoom meeting with my, with my class. And I only do that one day a week for 30 minutes. And then I set it up to where on Fridays, let's get everything done. So we have a three-day weekend. I don't work on Fridays. They don't work on Fridays because I have to spend Friday because my simple self decided I was going go to go back to school so I can make some more money. I don't know what I was smoking on, but I probably shouldn't have. Um, but I had already, right. <laughs> I had, that was something I had already had in place before the Corona hit. So I couldn't take it back because I'd already paid for it. So I spent my Fridays doing my schoolwork as well. So it's, it's, it took a minute because the first week I was like, Oh, but this easy, we can go, we can do this. Then everything hit and every, all adjustments were made. And I was like, Oh, hell, I, um, Something ain't gonna, something ain't gonna get done. But, but so, because, so how much work, how much work are teachers actually doing right now? Like, so we have to, we have to assign, we have to assign assignments. A science, I do, I only do science and reading, so I have to assign a science assignment and a reading assignment or social studies and reading, and we got to do it. The assignment, whatever the assignment we assign, plus we have to grade it, and. I'm lucky enough to have a, a, a reading teacher along with me. So it's two of us. So one week she'll do an assignment. She'll do reading, for example. But I got pissed off with my reading with my reading specialist. And I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. So she does reading and I just do social studies. Social studies is a whole lot easier. But we have to grade it. And it has to be graded and put in a grade book by the end of the week. But well, what grade you have? I have second grade. What is second grade is doing in social studies? Oh, I, I the quiz president? No, quizzes. I sign a quiz, put it in, all they got to do is do it. They love it. Mm-hmm. And then they got to do, they have they have computer time. So we don't I have, mean, but, it depends but grading, on how much work the teacher puts, how much work they, they decide to put in. Some, some people are on there every day. I don't care to see my kids every day. I love <laughs> them. I do. But, <laughs> but I just, I'm good. One day a week. We'll play a little game. We'll do a little lesson, and y'all go on about your week. See you next week. Mm, got you. It was a plan to pretty much pass everybody. We 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 don't have a we don't have a choice. Even if they get it incomplete, they got they're right. going to be That's third what I was grade. thinking. They're right. going to go. So do I don't you, agree with it, but so like all of all of our kids are elementary. I'm not sure if y'all know anything about any other grades like middle and high school. Are they doing the same thing for them? Like are they just passing high school students? They're passing everybody. Everybody's wow. going. I think uh, the little Bobby that showed up for like two yep. days. Yeah, I got a. I I'll have a. I have a second grader who he came to me. He came to me maybe like January, 
And again, I teach second grade. He can't read anything. He cannot read even on a kindergarten level. He cannot read. They are sending him to third grade. Mm. But that's going to make it bad for him. I mean, I guess at that point, it's the parents. I mean, that's definitely the parents' fault for even still allowing him to move forward in life without knowing you you have to read. This is not like economics where you don't need to know this, that, or that to get through life, but you need to know how to read and write. You got a young mama, you have a young mother with five kids, and what else are you going to (laughs) do? He's the last one, so he's like, yeah, when I saw you, when we came in and I saw you and you you addressed him, I knew you were the teacher for him. Baby, I'm his teacher, not his mama. I can't just jack him up, baby. I can't do that, no matter how much I wish I could, but I can't. And he's going to third grade. He would have been back in that kindergarten class. You about to start fresh, bro. But see, and <laughs> if you think about it like as a as a parent, it will hurt you because you all have a y'all got more pool than we do. You have the option to say, look, I want my kids to stay back. But realistically, as a parent, you don't want your child to stay back. You don't want your child to be socially it messes them up. Yeah. Yeah. So it it she has the option. She knows he can't read. She ain't gonna keep me back. Wow. So socially, kind of still in the gear of, of the education, but socially, how do y'all think the kids are? I mean, I'll say our kids are fine because they they're around each other. <laughs> they're fine, but at the beginning of this, I think I was probably about to go crazy. But and Mackenzie, of course, was going crazy because she was tired of seeing us. And she, of course, they're so used to. You know, they're in school, at school by 8, 8.30. They're out of right. school, let's say by, well, Mackenzie was in aftercare, so she's not home till 6 o'clock. So you have a whole day without us, and now you're stuck in the house with your parents all day. How do y'all think the kids are handling it? Have they, are they over you at this point, Smith? Nah, my kids love me. No. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are. <laughs> nah, but they, but they actually, they, they, they good. I mean, they, they always had each other. And they're close in age. So yeah, they were right. always each other's best friend to play with anyway. Now, if I just had one or something like that, or they were so far apart in age, then right. it may be something different. But mine, they both right there together. They both play the same stuff. They enter the same stuff. They play together. You can put them anywhere, and they fine as long as they got each other. So, yeah. so from that standpoint, they good. I did kind of worry from a – I mean, I still do, right? You know, because at the end of the day, they still want to see their friends. You know, I, I think when I was in, in, when I was young and in elementary school, middle school, high school, I mean, part of the allure of school is going to see your friends. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so taking that away from them and them not having no interaction with the outside world is difficult for them, right? They don't, I mean, they understand why we can't go to certain places. They still want to go. You know, but right. even if it's just outside the, you know, play baseball for a little bit or like just go to, you know, Sky Zone or something like that. Like we don't have, we're not having any fun outside the house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the part that really sucks. I mean, for us, we, we still go to my mom's house. So that's, that's the outlet for Kenzie. I mean, Morgan's there every day for the sanity of, of me and Daryl, but um, yeah, because we, I'm telling you, this, that's the struggle right there. Um, <laughs> but for Mackenzie, like, every day we make 
sure that she is getting outside. What we also started doing was making sure that she had some type of like an art and craft thing to do. Um, additionally, myself, um, my cousin, I'll just say my cousin, and Gina decided to get the kids together every Thursday on Zoom and we're doing some type of um, hands-on project with them. I call them science projects, but they're different projects. So um, the first week that I did it with Kenzie and, and Delante, we made Play-Doh. And I'm like, oh, okay, they was really into it. They was excited. And it was something to take their mind away from, you know, the, the structured curriculum that they had, that they just hated to do. Then last week we made bath bombs and today we did a volcano using the lemon. So yeah. it, you know, it, it keeps them excited about what's to come next week. I mean, that's, that's what I have to use for Mackenzie to get her work done. So like yesterday, I'm like, all right, look, you got a break on Tuesday because we had something to do. We didn't get a chance to do no, our structure was kind of thrown off. So on Wednesday, you got to knock out what you had Tuesday. You got to do Wednesday, but we might as well go ahead and knock out Thursday's work too. Now she was stressed out. I could tell she was her bobets and stuff all loose now. So <laughs> I stressed her all the way out and we ain't finished till like three o'clock. We, we got up and started early, which is, which was different for her because I let her sleep in. Um, let me take that back. Her sleeping in is actually like 830. So that's, it is when she was getting up at six. So her sleeping in is 830 because once Morgan gets up, everybody's woke. So, um, and we usually don't start work until 10, 10, 30. God, give her her time. She wants to play with her doll babies and she has to talk to the doll babies and she has to take a whole hour and a half to brush her teeth, another hour and a half to eat one waffle. So <laughs> we let her do her thing and have her time before then. It's like, all right, it's me and you. Um, but also it's a difference with just like how we're, we're trying to balance it. It's very, it's very different now. Um, have you, I know Smith, you say you are doing all of the schoolwork, but for you, Gina, has, has Bud tried to intervene to be the teacher to kind of help you out a little bit or like, and if he did, how did that work out? He has, and he's more of my, my tech guy. If I need oh. something transition, because when the, the time that I, he came in, he stepped in and he helped Bernard out. I was like, okay, wait, what did you post? And I got so much, so much stuff sent back or he didn't finish this or he didn't do that. And I was like, look, I'll just call you upstairs when I need you. <laughs> um, but he, he um, if I need him to do, if I need him to step in, he's right there. He, we all four of us usually kind of sit at the table so we don't have to go far if I need him. But for the most part, I'm all, all of us sit at the table and I'm the one that's like, okay, this is what you need to do now. This is what you need to do now. And I'm yeah. just doing what I got to do. It, it's a difference in the way each parent, in my opinion, each parent um, teaches. Of course, the way Daryl was raised, and I think it comes from your upbringing too, and just the schools that you went to. Of course, we all went to the same college, but the upbringing is different. And in my upbringing, I was that bookworm. I was that, you know, I'm going to do all my work and I'm going to get it out the way and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it that way. Versus for Daryl, it was kind of laxy daisy. He got it done. He passed and stuff, but it was like, all right, just like, let it be chill. So when he tries to jump in, it kind of pisses me off because the way you're teaching her and the way I, I've been teaching her is now totally different. It's kind of like the new math. Like I'm still with the old math and you've picked up how to do the new math. 
I don't not. I don't not like that. You can't, but you gotta add it. Like, no, I mean, I can't add with no squares and circles you and stuff. To. That's not. No that's choice. not addition. That we it's, didn't it's got, not. That's it's geometry. Dumbest, it's the dumbest man I've ever heard of. And that is trigonometry, geometry, and algebra. That is. It has nothing to do with her fifteen plus seventeen. Them two digits and three digits. We're going to add straight down, carry that one, yep. and add straight down. <laughs> but see, and I think the difference is my, me and, me and Daryl are the same way. I was very, I'm going to get it done, do what I got to do, and keep it moving. Very laxative about it. Leonard, he was that honor roll student. I don't care about no honor roll, just let me get out of here and I'm good. <laughs> but when it comes to my kids, uh-uh, you walk in here with a B and I'm pissed. Because yeah. you ain't doing what you're supposed to be doing. If because if you get a B, now you, t- you your grade has become lax, and now you're gonna be okay with a C. And I'm I not okay. okay with that. And I think that's how. And once I got to college, I was okay with my C's. I was excited <laughs> when I got a C. Yeah. Man, no. I'm trying to tell you, I was. I was, I, I was a complete opposite of that. So in high school, for me, it was all about getting better grades than my brothers. So as long as okay. I came in, as long as I got better grades than them, I was fine. And their grades was. Pretty bad. I mean, like 2.0s, you know. Oh, wow. So if I come in, that ain't bad. What you do? That's a good average. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me coming in with a 2.3, 2.4, you know, I was good to go in the house. And you know, it don't take a lot to get a 2.3, 2.4. All you got to do, at least to me, all I had to do was show up to class every day. Right, uh, couple C's, mm-hmm. maybe a B somewhere, a B and P or an A. Yeah, but then, but then in college, it. I don't know what happened to me in college. But in college, it just flicked, and, and like I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna actually buckle down, do work, and get stuff done. But I mm-hmm. also know for me, and I left college with like a three point seven or something like that. But I also know for me, I'm also the type where like I am, um, I'm, I procrastinate a lot. Right, so mm-hmm. I'm procrastinating to the last minute, but I'm also the person that'll stay up all night and like just not sleep to get something done. Like that's just me. Now I, can, I see I can why not you and Daryl are friends. Hey, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I work. That's how I work. Even in college, you know, like I would go to parties and all that, come back at three o'clock in the morning, knock out a program, and not go to sleep. Go turn it in at eight o'clock in the morning and be done by nine and sleep all all day. Uh uh-uh, I ain't about that life. <laughs> so. So, but, but, but me, but me knowing that now, I don't want my kids to do that. Right. I want them to have that mentality to get stuff done, but they can do it a lot better than I can do it because I also know I could have done a lot better in high school. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Like I really just didn't put an effort in. So, so I don't want them to take on that same notion of they don't really have to put effort in to get a decent grade. So I hold them to a higher standard right, than me right. and try to teach them differently. And it's and it's also different when when you're you're you gotta put out some money because if I'm paying yeah, for something yeah. and for me in college I, I I remember if I don't remember nothing else out of college I remember Mrs. Cooper in that financial aid office <laughs> honey, telling me that she will not be doing no kind of parent plus loan for me she got me through high school and that was her responsibility. If I decide to change my mind, she don't want no additional bill. So she said, no, you figure it out. You're good for your freshman and sophomore year. You figure out junior and senior year. Uh, what? So I was cool <laughs> freshman and sophomore year. All right, this is paid for. Okay, cool. 
I'll take my C's here and there. Now, junior year came and I realized that I was going to have to pay this money back. I had, I'm, I got to actually borrow something from somebody <laughs> and I owe y'all. Oh, no, nah, I'm going to have to make, make sure that I get through this and then turn around and go to grad school. So for me, it's like with, when it comes down to the kids, I'm like, no, if we can get them into, you know, a charter school that should be, a, you know, the curriculum is a little different and she can learn a different way and it's free, then let's do that versus, you know, I'm going to put her in the private, because we, we went back and forth about the private versus public versus charter school. And of course, me and Dara will go, go about that all day, have that big conversation all day, but Lord. So, but for me, it was like, I don't want to invest all of this money in her elementary education. Like, I feel like that was a waste for us right now. I'm like, I'm about to put out all this money for her to go in there and color. I'm not, no, I'm not doing that. I just did that for pre-K four because you, you get to a certain financial stability in your life where you got to pay for stuff. Pre-K four was free for me. Pre-K so four was free. Let me ask y'all a question, right? To kind of shift gears a little bit. Mm -hmm. What are y'all doing for summer camp? Praying. Uh, did, I, did, did I not mention that I am a teacher? <laughs> I have some resolve. I ain't got to do nothing. I used to work, but I, in all honesty, I do. Sometimes the last few years I did work summer school, um, but they actually are talking about doing that on online as, as well. But how, so. <laughs> no, but but like summer camp, like for us last year, um, well, she wasn't in school, but she would always go back to where she went to pre K four, which is a um, a church, one of the churches by our house have um, the daycare, but then they 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 also shift to um, pre-K three, pre-K four, and then they do that whole aftercare, all of that stuff. And in the summertime, they have summer camps. So that's where we were always going. We knew we have a spot there all the time. Open. They're open if you're essential, but for yeah. summer camp, no summer camps are going to be open. Yeah, so I started. I started looking into summer camps, right? Because I was looking at it from a different, I, I was looking at it kind of like, all right, well, nobody really thinking about summer camps right now. And I know last year what happened right. with them is, yeah, waited too late. And they went to summer camp, but it was like a free play summer camp, right? Oh, okay. And where, and one kid took it okay, but the other kid didn't because the other one is all about like, you know, being intellectually challenged, right? You got somehow, some right. way. He needs that. He he needs that for his mental stability and that challenge for him to be okay. So I'm um, one of the best, the oldest one. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, him and Lenata just alike. I'm like that. <laughs> right. So so I started looking into him, trying to figure out now, like um, you know, what what are summer camps doing? For the summer because it's a couple of things that can happen one we can open up before the summer which i don't think is going to happen right but mm -hmm. what if we open up in the middle of the summer right right is it going to be a mad dash to try to get your kid in the summer camp and then what was the summer camps doing like are they taking pre-registrations to form a queue do you have to pay now do you wait until that point so what i've been finding out is um like there are summer camps that are completely booked right now Right. Even though they may not be accepted, open. they may or may not be open, but they are completely booked. All their spots are filled, right? So, um, so and some summer camps are also um, offering virtual classes, which I'm trying to yeah. figure out, like 
how you go to summer camp virtual class, so that's a whole different thing. They doing virtual field trips too. Yeah. But that so but like, that doesn't help you as the parent who has to go back to work. Right. Well, and and I got paid for a virtual field trip. I'm not paying for. <laughs> like, I don't I think you got to pay for a camp. virtual field trip, dude. That but I'm, I gotta pay. But I gotta pay for summer camp. So you telling me I gotta pay for yeah. to do what with them virtually? Like I don't understand that whole. Because you, because you, Cause you still gotta turn on Zoom and you gonna watch them <laughs> all day. <laughs> and that's exactly. what I need you for. I need you to watch them <laughs> while I go to work. Hey, look, I look. I'll figure out a plan. Y'all can send mode now. I'm trying to tell about the open up. <laughs> I'll figure out a good plan. Matter of fact, I'll be a homeschool teacher. <laughs> I'm gonna teach. All, all, I'm gonna teach. All, I'm teaching pre K four through six. All two weeks how. of summer, because that's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that is that's you know it. something to think about. But then, have you have you heard anything with with them opening schools back up from from the DC side? Um, I was reading something the other day for PG County. They was talking about just different options of what they could do for the next school year. Meaning, like, okay, they could do. Um, some of the kids in school and some of the kids not, meaning learning virtually or um, learning virtually three days out of the week and going into school two days out of the week. I don't know oh, how yeah. this going to work out. Like, yeah, I, know in DC, I know in DC, they, they won. They, um, they're not even talking about opening back up until at least June 8th. So that's one thing from a DC standpoint. Second thing, is um like i don't know how they do the school systems let's say they don't find a vaccination like even if they go to school two times a week how are you going social distance 100 kids out of 300 kids right you know like i just don't understand how they're going to do that so i don't know to me as a parent it's it's a little it's scary actually right because what do you do do you become i, I can't my work schedule does not allow me to not let them go to school and be a be a real you know homeschooling parent. Mm-hmm. My, you know, you have to send them to school. Let's say they force vaccination. So you want your kids to be vaccinated with this COVID nineteen vaccination. Let's say, and let's say the vaccination just comes out right before they're supposed to go back to school. Right. You let your kid be the guinea pig, <laughs> like right. not me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that one. And that's the right. next thing. Like, if if they if they decide, okay, where I've I've heard the whole like phase one, phase two, phase three thing. But let's say they they decide to open school back up in August, September. You sending your kids? Right. Mine, mine not going. But see, and that's that's the thing. You don't you don't want your kids to go, but like, but for, you don't want them to not. You go. don't want them to not go, and you don't really have a choice. If you gotta go to work, you ain't got a choice. I mean, the, right. the lucky I'm a, I'm a I have for my kids is. Mm-hmm. They work. They're in a, a small setting, so both both kids' classrooms have twelve kids, so they can social distance with no issues. But I still wouldn't feel comfortable with necessarily sending them, you know, out in that building because you just don't you just don't know. Mine's can't social distance. It's almost thirty kids in that class right. with one teacher, and she's yeah, barely mm-hmm. Mine's the same way, and I and I'll flip the script too. And speak from an executive standpoint, right? So, from an executive standpoint, it's all good, and it's easy from an executive standpoint to say everybody stay home while school is out. But if they say school's back in, and 
the rest of the county in the state is open. I'm not necessarily telling. Yeah, I ain't telling you yeah. to stay home no more either. Right. Just because you want to stay home. Right. So mm-hmm. my the business still has to has to go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the crazy part. That is Lord. So this can be a whole day conversation. It sure can. <laughs> it sure can. I don't know. It's just weird for me now. Mm. I, it's it's like you want to send them to school when they open, but you don't want to, like you said. It's just the safety precaution. We work too hard to get our kids here. Pay too much money for them to be here. Um, I'm not risking my. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you ain't got much of a choice. I mean, what else can you do? Yeah. yeah. Do they still do aftercare before care? You know, because I need those. It's going to be something, in all honesty, it's going to be something that y'all going to have to give up as not just as a parent, but as a business, a business person. It's going to be something that y'all businesses are going to have to let go in order to accommodate those who have kids, because most of the world who works have kids. Mm-hmm. And they're school age kids. So it's going to be something, something's going to have to give. Hopefully they're not like like one of my places of um, business where they, oh, bring your kid to work. No, don't bring them there. <laughs> Y'all got barricades and stuff up now. And they look at me like, what you mean? You a mom? All the reason why I know that little Timmy and him need to be an aftercare, a daycare. They shouldn't be in the workplace unless they're going to help us to make money. <laughs> Otherwise, they're not benefiting my business here. They got to go. We can't do the, the kids at work. That's not... Mm-mm, that doesn't work. Well, this ain't, yeah, it ain't feasible for nobody, even the parents. Like, I don't see mm-hmm. it as a parent why you want your kid cooped up at work all day either. They, they ain't, the kids ain't got nothing to do. It's right. really bored every day for eight hours. I guess it's too exactly. much for them. And for me, I think it'll be, it'll be a lot easier for us if that does happen where, you know, we're back at work in there and the kids are not. I have my mom, and I mean, she'll probably listen to this. And she know I love her, but she my after kids, she my before kids, she my summer <laughs> camp. So she better yep. just start getting her little Capri Suns on deck because <laughs> <laughs> they're coming to Rhonda's. I'm just Rhonda gonna have my two. Yeah. I don't know about the ever six grandkids, but the Walston clan will be. Fine. I don't speak for them. I'm only speaking for me. I'll make sure everybody got oodles and oodles. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of my life to go to Walmart. That's fine. As long as they fry them, they're good. Kenzie like them fried. Okay. Bacon and sauce. I will provide. <laughs> if, all if, of if, you provide if, if you provide all that, bring me a bag of chicken nuggets too. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, indeed. That's exactly how I'll be. Nope. But I, I say, when they open school back up, when they do, it, it definitely will make us feel differently about the teachers and not that we yes. feel any way bad about them because there are there are some great teachers out here um Y'all and i'm not saying her, like respect. no like i'm not saying like mckenzie's teacher was was bad because she was she was a she was a sweet woman she's sweet like we talked I, I got a, her cell phone number i'm texting her hey girl what's up what you doing um i got a question <laughs> about this paper that you sent you want her to write paragraphs she can't even write a sight word yet so let's talk about how we're gonna do this I'm going to write the paragraph and she's just going to fill in those keywords. Um, <laughs> but when school do open back up, I'm going to be that parent that's going to make sure y'all have all the school supplies plus more. Y'all need, y'all need some, 
some nice old wife, I start racking them now. They gonna have every teacher <laughs> appreciation <laughs> gift, <laughs> an apple a day. I'm gonna make sure that they are gonna feel appreciative. Thank you for coming back to work. <laughs> if nothing else, I'm gonna be excited because this is a it. It takes the toll on you, and it, it actually is a lot in the household. It, it makes you change up a whole lot. Like you said, your routines and things like that. It's a lot. And in my household, I mean, I'm blessed to have my husband who who takes on a lot of responsibilities, and that, that's all I'm gonna say good about him. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, he take he does. He takes on a lot. Daryl cooks. I don't I, I don't have to cook. I'm just blessed when I have him to cook. But you know, I take on the the teaching of the of the kid. So it's good, but you have those households who don't. So it's it's stress levels and. You know, I talked to someone the other day and they're like, I'm just real, I think I'm going through depression. I'm like, well, you might want to send your kids somewhere because they still need to go to school. They still need to be educated. I hear you saying you're depressed, but what about the kids? You can figure yourself out. You grown. You ain't got time to be depressed in this day and age. You no, you don't. And you I mean, and I get it. Like, you know, people want people furloughed and, and all that stuff. So that takes a toll on, on a lot. But I mean, hey, try your best to get through the unemployment, people. That's about all I, I don't know. Yeah. But we're going to wrap up because we are at almost our hour mark, almost. And so thank you both for, June, for joining, for talking about your quarantine, homeschool, dad, mom, teacher life. Um, I don't know. Smith don't have no social media handles, I don't think. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm like, you ain't got that to follow. Follow <laughs> at homeschooldad.com. <laughs> but just make sure that you follow at Realities on all social media platforms. That's at R-A-I-A-L-I-T-I-E-S. Also download the podcast on all of your podcast platforms. Um, and again, I just want to say thank you guys for joining in and talking with me and good luck with your kids. That's all you can say is good luck. I don't know what else to say. Good luck. God bless. Good luck. To make sure that you just stay in prayers. Because that's all we have at this point. But definitely thank you guys a lot. Wow. All right. Thank you for having us.